This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Just a few weeks ago, Queensland joined Victoria, South Australia, Western Australia and Tasmania in passing voluntary assisted dying laws. That makes New South Wales the last state not to have them, but that could all change soon with voluntary assisted dying legislation being introduced into the New South Wales Parliament this week. It's a sensitive topic and one that comes up from time to time in the news, in conversation and of course in our lives. This shortcut will cover the history of the euthanasia debate here in Australia, the arguments for and against, and where each state has or could land on implementing them. Squid Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, for obvious reasons, this is a sensitive one. And just a warning, in this podcast, we talk about suicide and other difficult issues. Let's start with getting our bearings. The word euthanasia stems from the ancient Greek words for good death. Its history goes right back to the ancient Greek and Roman times. Yeah. And when we talk about euthanasia now, there are some clear distinctions that you can make right from the start. Until recently, euthanasia, doctor-assisted suicide and physician-assisted dying were generally used in Australia to refer to the practices involved and what's now called voluntary assisted dying. That's the term we'll use throughout this podcast. It's used by lawmakers and advocates to refer to the assistance provided to a person by a health practitioner to end their life. And it's important to note that the act itself is performed by the patient, not by a medical professional. Uh, The nature of the assistance to die is attended to be primarily through prescribing lethal medication uh, that a person then takes themselves. There is an exception, though, for people who cannot physically take or digest that medication. And in jurisdictions that have these laws, a doctor can help to administer uh, the medication in those sorts of circumstances. We'll get into the laws that have been passed in Australia shortly, but they have a couple of things in common. One is that the patient is an adult with decision-making capacity to seek assistance to die. And there needs to be satisfaction that the request is made voluntarily and without coercion. And to be eligible, a person must have an incurable disease, an illness or a medical condition that is advanced, that it's progressive and that it will cause death within a certain time frame. One thing looking across all of this and doing our research I was surprised about, Claire, is there aren't that many countries around the world that allow voluntary assisted dying. I was surprised by that too, and it just shows that Australia really is at the forefront of this. Mm. Uh, Euthanasia is legal in Belgium, in Canada, in Colombia, uh, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, New Zealand and Spain. Uh, Also in the United States, there's about 10 jurisdictions there that have what they call death with dignity statutes. Of course, that's a small amount of countries when you look across just how big the world is. Of course, that's because it's controversial. There are very strong feelings on both sides of the voluntary assisted dying debate. Let's cover that next. 
This debate has played out a few times in Australia across the last few decades, and helpfully for our purposes today, researchers have analysed the recurring arguments for and against voluntary assisted dying. Let's start with the arguments against it. Unsurprisingly, it has a lot to do with religion. Yeah, and just to be clear, it's not correct to say that people with religious belief oppose voluntary assisted dying. Uh, In fact, there are polls that show strong support for it from people with religious belief. Yeah, it's the danger of making generalisations, I guess. <laughs> it sure is. And the religious argument goes, though, uh, that we don't have the right to take our own lives and some even consider it a sin. Uh, they say that it's an immoral practice that's akin to suicide and murder and it violates the intrinsic value of life. So then those that aren't religious, obviously there will be people that still oppose voluntary assisted dying. What's their argument? They say that services like palliative care, aged care, uh, also mental health supports, they should be improved to ensure that people don't suffer in the end stages of their lives. And then on the other side, those in support often talk about their own experience of watching a loved one suffer with a terminal illness. That comes up a lot in the debate, those Mm. really heart-wrenching examples. And those in support also talk about concerns about poor quality of life and also the desire for a peaceful death. There is a lot of support for voluntary assisted dying in some quarters and there are those who believe it should be extended to people who aren't terminally ill. Yeah, that's right. A poll taken by the National Seniors Australia organisation a couple of months ago uh, saw two-thirds of 3,500 respondents support voluntary assisted dying, even if a person's illness wasn't terminal. Uh, that also includes making it accessible to all seniors over a certain age, whether they're ill or not. So there's arguments along a spectrum when it comes to this debate. That, what you just mentioned there, is not on the cards here in Australia and neither is extending eligibility to access the laws for people who are struggling with a mental illness or a disability. Yeah, and that's not to say, though, that people with a mental illness or disability can't access voluntary assisted dying, uh, but they need to be terminally ill. And Mm. it's a very controversial topic, that one. Uh, Other nations with those sorts of laws have had very high profile cases of unwell young people looking to end their own lives that way. Let's leave that there and zoom in on Australia now because it is the individual states that make these voluntary assisted dying laws. We'll whip through those next. As I mentioned, Claire, laws that cover voluntary assisted dying are made at the state level. We have almost three decades of experience with voluntary assisted dying laws, and we actually have a territory to thank for that, the Northern Territory. (laughs) Yeah, and it was on the 25th of May 1995 that it became the first jurisdiction in the world to pass laws allowing a doctor to end the life of a terminally ill patient at the patient's request. It wasn't to last, though, with the laws struck down by the federal government uh, in the first term of the Howard government. That was in uh, 1997. Uh, The federal government at that time also passed a bill that removed the power of the territories to legalise voluntary assisted dying. 
As we said, the states still hang on to those powers, though. Over the years that followed, there were a number of cases of people being charged with assisted euthanasia, though those charges are rare. Yeah, and during that time, there was a lot of attention on Dr. Philip Nitschke. Uh, He was the founder of Exit International, and he was the first doctor in the world to administer uh, a legal, lethal, voluntary injection under those Northern Territory laws. Mm. Uh, After that legislation was overturned, he continued to campaign for voluntary assisted dying. Uh, and he continued to help people in their own lives with guides and with advice. Definitely a big name in this space. That's where things were until Victoria passed legislation in 2017, so not that long ago, making it legal for someone who fits the criteria for voluntary assisted dying to end their own life. That law came into place in 2019 and it's really served as a template for other states to follow. Mm. Uh, And the rules are that a patient has to be aged 18 years and over, um, is an Australian citizen or a permanent resident and has been a resident of Victoria for at least 12 months. Uh, They have to have decision-making capacity, you talked about that earlier, uh, and have a disease, an illness or a medical condition that's incurable, advanced, progressive, uh, and will cause death within six months. Uh, The exception to that is 12 months for neurodegenerative diseases like motor neurone disease. That's, of course, a whole process that someone has to go through to get access to voluntary assisted dying. For example, they have to see two doctors over a series of appointments and they both have to assess the patient as suitable. Yeah, and at the time, the Victorian government made a lot of noise about their laws being the world's most conservative. There's 68 safeguards in place, like those doctor appointments. Uh, They predicted that about 150 people a year would end their lives using that arrangement. Uh, And that seems to be what's transpired. There are some details we don't know, though, like the drugs that are used. Yeah, authorities won't reveal the exact makeup of the drugs that are prescribed. But what we do know is that it's a mixture that's a liquid and it's self-administered by the patient. Since that time, laws have been passed in Western Australia, Tasmania, South Australia, and just recently Queensland. New South Wales, Claire, could be next. Yeah, that's right. New South Wales has knocked back laws uh, for voluntary assisted dying before. Uh, But this week, independent member for Sydney, Alex Greenwich, will introduce those laws into the parliament. Uh, He has support from across the political divide. uh, And there are some who, of course, are vehemently opposed to it. But newly installed Premier Dominic Perrottet says that he wants the Liberal Party to exercise a conscience vote. We'll have to wait and see where the votes land and if New South Wales will become the last state in Australia to allow voluntary assisted dying. As for the territories, as we mentioned, they have no ability to make their own laws on this. No, and doesn't seem like there's any plan for the Morrison government to move in that direction either. So with that, that's your shortcut to voluntary assisted dying laws. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. A really current one from me, former Premier of New South Wales, Mike Baird, has penned an opinion piece in opposition to the voluntary assisted dying laws that are coming to Parliament this week. It's one perspective, um, but it's a thoughtful read. You've got one on the other side of the fence, Claire. For me, Andrew Denton has become a very vocal and high-profile advocate for voluntary assisted dying laws after his experience of his father's death, and he helped found Go Gentle, uh, which is a support and an advocacy group, and I've got a link to check out their website. 
And of course, there are links to helplines and mental health services if this episode has raised any issues for you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. We'll be back next week.